0: My name's Nick Brand, Ronnie Brown, Freddy brown, brown Town, the 14th Reason to Silver Surfer Top Deck. I'll be your host, I'll be your guide over this next hour. Joining me this is the man to my right, the oh so glorious one, Mr. Nathan Custis. Nathan, how you doing? Hello, Nick. Doing well? I'm great. That's fantastic. We are not alone. We are no. never alone. We always have those pesky little voices inside our heads, and we are joined via the wonders of the internet with an old friend, an old flame, some would say. Uh Geordie Dunbar, star of famous of starve. Geordie, uh, how you doing, mate?
1: I am wonderful. Thank you for asking. I'm doing. I'm doing very good. I'm very excited to be here. Obviously, I listen every week, and I answer. I, I, I give my opinion via, uh, you know, telekinetic, uh, you know, powers when you're when I can't uh, actually be there. So I'm very excited to be here and be a part of it. So thanks for having me.
0: What's the What's the biggest opinion that you always say that we've got it wrong? Like, what's something that we always say, and you're like, you're fucking, you're oh. idiots.
1: Probably that you don't like Tool. Yeah, I yeah. love Tool. Tool yeah. is the best. You, you you shit on just the the, the fucking coolest, well written music, and it shits <laughs> me to tears. I fucking hate it. Um, that's, and really, that's And
0: then I'll just talk about Kanye West for twenty minutes. So it's uh, like it's, it's a great see, day. Uh, see, I don't
1: I don't mind Kanye's music, but I don't like Kanye as a person. Yeah. So it's yeah. like, yeah, it's uh, it, there's there's a lot of you know, this and that, and you're you're fucking wrong. There's a lot of that, but it's... Um,
2: Jesus Christ.
1: <laughs> but I'm, I'm very keen to be here. Thank you for having me.
0: Of course, Jordy, you do front the band Starve. You have the EP Nausea that came out earlier this year. There is an amazing yes. set that you guys played at Stay Gold, which is on YouTube for everyone to go watch. I'll leave a link in the description of this episode. Yeah. And not only that, but you guys are very, very fortunate to be playing Unify 2022. Talk like I know we're going to talk about, you know, most of go into like a normal show, but just talk to me about how important that is for you.
1: Oh, dude, it's it's like the most mind-blowing thing that's happening. Like, I mean, I've attended, personally, myself, I've attended that festival every year, except for the first one. Yep. And if you had told me in like 2016, when I was going on my first unify and you'd be like, oh, hey, you're going to be playing up that, I'd be like, you're fucking full of it. Don't you dare. <laughs> so it's just absolutely amazing that we get the opportunity to play it. And it's just like you know it's such an important festival for australian heavy music and it's such an important part of our culture as like you know when people think of australian heavy metal it's like this is one of the main things and it's so exciting for us to be a part of and we're just eternally grateful for being given the opportunity to play it and it's it's yeah i'm beyond excited like i stay up at night and plan every single meticulous second of our set in my head like it's just (laughs) it's so exciting i'm yeah i'm Jazzed about it, yeah.
2: Is there any Easter eggs you got for us about the set? Easter Is there eggs? any anything new, maybe? Like, can you uh, reveal anything or?
1: Oh uh, yeah, we're we're still in planning. We're still doing a lot of a lot of planning and figuring out what we're doing. I want to try. We want to try and sort of tailor our set a bit more to a festival setting because obviously we're used to playing small clubs with people. Stage diving on each other's heads. So it's, we can't exactly have that vibe at a festival, but we want to try and implement some more cool stuff. So, you know, I want to try and do some more crowd involvement stuff, try and like get some people doing some cool stuff. I don't know. We'll, we'll see how we go. There's a lot of little bits and pieces that I want to chuck in. Um, that I've seen bands at festivals do and be like, that's fucking sick. I want to do something like that. So I don't know. Number one, more than anything, just the only thing that I really want to do is I want to try. we have never had one before. I want to get a wall of death. I've never had a wall of death. (laughs) I want a wall of death and Unify does great wall of death. So we'll see how we go.
0: That'll be absolutely easy. If you had to play a cover, uh, you played covers from like Suicide Silence and Bring Me the Horizon before, maybe even a third one that I haven't heard of before. If you had to play one cover, what would it be?
1: Oh, I don't know. I think, uh, like we 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 had this discussion and we decided that we're not going to do a cover at Unify because we yep. want to play our stuff. We want to be as true to us as possible. But if I could play just like one cool festival song to like really get people going, I think it'd probably be Blind by Corn. Oh,
2: just that fuck. that build
1: up, just <superstar singing> uh, and then just have everyone just jumping in the fucking air. That'd be sick. Yeah, I love that song.
0: So now now that you're playing Unify, can you officially say that Unify 22 the lineup's better than Night and Day and Uncaged? Like is that just a, <laughs> is that a guarantee or what?
1: I mean, I I love I love the Unify lineup. It's um it's such a good lineup. There's so many talented bands on it and it's just like it's this lineup for Unify is just encased the Australian sort of local scene really really well and everything that's been building and all the best upcoming bands and all that stuff. So it's really cool. But I mean, I just sweat Polaris and Parkway so much. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm going to go to Night and Day. Absolutely. I'll be there. It's in my hometown. So I'll um, I'll be just loving going to Ballarat and seeing Crow Castle where I went as a kid and see oh, a bunch of my favorite bands there. So that will be sick. I haven't got tickets to Uncaged because... I don't, I'm not the biggest dad rock guy. But <laughs> the
2: old wolf mother, up.
1: eh? Yeah, the old wolf mother. But it's cool to see Ben's like future static get on that, which is really cool. Um, I know Banks Arcade are playing it as well, which is really really cool. Drag um, yeah,
2: Drake.
1: oh yeah, and Dreg. and Drake, Drake, are playing it. So that'll be like, Well, oh, maybe I will go. you
2: yeah. <laughs> like yeah. know Wolf Mother randomly yeah. dropped an album this week? They dropped an they album. Randomly they randomly dropped an album. I literally saw a post as I was That's like on amazing. Facebook before this show. So yeah, apparently like an hour before I drove here, Wolfmother apparently dropped a fucking album. Did, so, you, did you listen to it Absolutely not, Nick. No. <laughs> <laughs> I, it's weird. My Spotify actually won't listen to songs when I'm in face- Facebook at the moment. I never used to do that. Yeah. But yeah, really weird. But yeah, Wolfmother.
0: I need, I need an opinion from you, Jordy, Um, Because a couple of weeks ago, Limp Bizkit dropped their return album, first one in yeah. 10 years. And I tell you what, I don't know. I feel like me and Nathan are in the minority where we... I fucking hate it I think it's garbage everyone seems I... to love it talk to me what do you think
1: yeah I think it's sick <laughs> <laughs> I think it's sick I think it's I think it's just it's just that they're, they're just unapologetically being themselves and yeah. they're just like this is what we write we know that people don't like it and we're just having fun and that's it and I think that's sick because it's you know everyone knows Olympia's bizkit, and everyone knows that you either love them or you hate them, and they know that as well. They've and embraced it. They've absolutely embraced it. I mean, they named their album Limbis Cause It Still Sucks, which is really <laughs> funny. Like, I mean, I know it's like a little bit on the nose and people are like, oh, yeah, like it's just them trying to be, you know, fucking cool and with the young crowd or whatever, but I, no, nah, I, I think they're great. I think that new, that new one is, like that new album is sick. There There's is- a
2: conspiracy going around too. What is it? There's a conspiracy apparently. So remember the stampede of the Disco Elephants was like teased for yeah. years and years apparently there's a theory going around that they reckon this was just like a prequel before that comes out, Nick. This is just... Uh, so apparently it's their lowest charting like billboard album ever. It's like 155 they charted in yeah, the US. Exactly. So apparently like they did something. There's no CDs or vinyls available for Dad Sucks. Okay. So they're not selling that for some reason. They're saying maybe they're testing the waters to see how popular they still are before the the stampede of the disc elephants comes out, Nick. Maybe that's where the fucking... But, but the heavy still, hitters are coming. They're still a
0: popular band, but just no one really wants to hear new no. music. What's your favorite Biscuit song, Jordy?
1: Oh, um, oh, don't say Nookie. a cover.
2: No, Thank probably God. Nookie. Probably Nookie. Nookie yeah,
1: um, my Way is great as well. Um, is
2: that a wrestling and- promo? Is that the reason, Geordie? Please just say yeah. yes.
1: <laughs> well, that's, I got into, I got insulin discord when I was a kid because of The Undertaker. So it's yeah, like, perfect. you know, I, that, that's, it's such a nostalgic thing that I just love it. But yeah, I think Nookie, Nookie is my favorite. That has got to be the sickest new metal riff.
0: It's so <laughs> tough.
1: Like, uh, it's oh, awesome. Yeah. And, great. A
0: great, and a great video as well, which kind of compliments video. it. Great um, video. We do, so we're doing two shows a week at the moment and every Wednesday we kind of pick a topic and we kind of stick with that for about half an hour. I don't know if you've been paying attention, but for this week we've been, we're talking about our favorite features of all time. Oh, so yes. I just like, I'm, I'm going to run through the, the kind of the topics we've done so far just oh, to get yeah. your quick thoughts and see what you like and kind of see like kind of where you like side on things. What are some of your favorite features of all time?
1: favorite features um well obviously firstly coming to mind is uh drew in masquerade by north oh, gotcha. to be like, yes. like number one just the best it was it when it came out every it was so hyped it was so sick like it was so cool i love that one that's got to be probably probably my number one um second to that i gotta say i, I really really like um uh so uh andrew from comeback kid did a guest spot in malevolence's song um uh i think it was wasted breath and yep. that is going to be the toughest line i think i've ever heard in a metalcore song as he says Gross. um sometimes sometimes you gotta cut the grass to find the fucking snakes and that is the <laughs> toughest shit i've ever heard <laughs> it's so sick so i love that one uh, that's gonna be absolutely one of my favorites and then um maybe that guy from incendiary did a guest spot in uh world demise by the acacia strain that was yep. really cool um yeah they, just some favorites i mean i i would say winston in um uh what was the the song off divination by your night's way
2: departure um, was it the departure departure, departure.
1: Yeah. it was sick that was sick because it was Winston. But my only issue with that is that it's kind of hard to tell where he Absolutely. starts and jack I agree, no, stops. Yeah, I I remember yeah. being
0: eighteen years old or something like that, listening to it. I'm like, when does Winston come in? I have no yeah. clue. And like, like as an older m- as an older mind, I can pick it up easier. But yeah. like back then, I didn't. I'm surprised you didn't say Jack on um on account of my emptiness. So. I was gonna what say I, plug
2: your own banjo. It's can, can I plug my What own about Zach? <laughs> if <laughs> I can
1: plug my own band, I, I was trying to avoid it. But if we can plug my own band. Jack Burgeon absolutely fucking killed that guest yep. spot in on account of my emptiness. He just both of them nailed it. It's so, so, so tough. Yeah. I'll, the other one would be Zach Hatfield from Left Behind, which is one of my all-time favorite bands. Um, I absolutely sweat Left Behind beyond belief. And having Zach, who's one of my favorite vocalists on a track, is just surreal to even say that. So that was that's pretty unreal. Yeah, absolutely love it.
0: In terms of the other topics we've talked about, uh, I guess I'll, I'll we'll run through these nice and quick. But favorite uh, debut album in scene history, what do you go for?
1: Our uh, favorite debut album would be Discoveries. Yep. Um, yeah, Discoveries by Point. That changed everything in my life.
0: What, <laughs> what about the sophomore release?
1: Sophomore release, probably. Um. Oh, that's a hard one. Uh. Oh, this is this is difficult. I did listen. I listened the other day to what all you guys said, and I I was trying to pick out which one I
0: like. um Oh, it's hard, isn't was it? it? Was it just Die out Hate? Was that just an easy one? Oh yeah, Hate for sure. Why not? Yeah, fuck it. we'll go with Hate.
1: But uh, I think um, Horizons was the second. Was the second, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, Horizons is definitely up there. Horizon by Parkway would be the other one yeah and
0: and i know i'm pretty sure i know what your answer is going to be but the greatest ep you've ever heard in the scene history oh
1: the reject of humanity can
0: you can you talk about that because you know more about that kind of extreme style more so than myself but i understand the impact of it and it's still my favorite talk to me about that ep and what that kind of did for everything well, The Rejective
1: Humanity was just such a big impact, especially on Australia, because it was the most, like, technically prowess, well-done EP at that point in time, like, in terms of technical death metal and, like, deathcore and, you know, fucking weird clown music. Like, it was just this strange carnicore, combination. Dudes. Carnicore, It was carnicore. It was this weird combination of shit. And it was just unlike anything we'd heard. It was so cool. It was so different. It was so, like, unique. And the fact that it was like local was even cooler. Like I remember going to Ival shows when there was like 10 people in the room. I remember seeing them at weird, you know, really far away Melbourne suburb venues and like watching them play in front of like a weird as crowd of like punters at a pub. Like it was so cool to watch this band who was so technically perfect just do this insanely good like 26 minutes of just it's it's when you get to that extreme style of music, it can be hard to listen to long periods of time, but it was so they were always introducing new uh, elements and new things that just made it so much more interesting. And I mean, it didn't blow up in America. It didn't blow up anywhere else until like two years ago, yeah. which is so weird. Like I, I saw a video of hardcore Keem did a reaction to the entire EP. Yes. <laughs> and he, did. he was like, he was like, why has nobody found this band? Why is nobody <laughs> sweating this so hard? And, everyone in the comments who was from australia was like we already are like everyone (laughs) loves this and it's like it was just funny watching people who it's like i remember because alessio who plays guitar for my band he is from new zealand and didn't have ival in his scene and he came over and i remember i put on reject when we were driving to a show like it would have been two years ago we were driving to adelaide or something and i put on reject and he was like what is this this is (laughs) amazing and i'm like oh, i know how good is this <laughs> like it's just it's such a it's a loving spot in everyone who was there for that point in time and everyone who witnessed it everyone who was a part of it and then even now you can go back and listen to it and it holds up better than most stuff from that era it's just so well done yeah i valor up here top tier shit man so is- good
0: is that the biggest missed opportunity, I guess, like for you, for a band oh. who just didn't, like them When stories, I guess, like two bands who get brought up a lot. Like, are they the bands that yeah. come to mind when you think like they should have been the biggest thing in the world?
1: Yeah, I think stories, stories, definitely. Like the Youth Become is one of my favorite albums ever. Like just in general, it'd be one of my top 10 what favorite What a debut. Time. Yeah. What a debut. Oh my God. Amazing. Right. So it was amazing. Stories. Definitely, Ival are uh, probably the biggest missed opportunity because they were on the trajectory to go, and then obviously you know Puerto went and did a Crown, a Crown kind of fizzled a bit, and then Ival just juggled vocalist for like five years, and it was just it could have worked so well, back? and it was oh, they dude they tried like three times, man. Like I went to every comeback Ival show and. It just they they tried to come back and they tried to and there was just just something wasn't the same about with Pointer. I'm saying magic.
2: like with Pointer, if, if they came back full core like with him, do you reckon yeah. they could make a run like a big I, run?
1: I think so. I think they, they if they brought back Pointer and did some new inventive stuff, which I'm sure they're very well capable of, they would probably do it really well. Um, but yeah, I don't, I don't know. I feel like it's um, the, the music that they wrote still holds up. Like yeah.
0: was was I they ever they could write a... it just as well? was there ever a point where you got offered the, the front man slot of IVL? I know it went to about 20 other people. So d- yeah, d- d- yeah, d- I knew you, you were singing on a couple of, on a couple of the reunion shows. You basically had to yeah, like better than half them. of them. Yeah. Well, it was,
1: it was funny. Cause I remember that show. It was when uh, the guy who's, who was doing vocals. I can't remember his name. I'm very sorry, but he was doing uh, vocals for them at that point in time. And he had only just come in and they had shows to do, and he hadn't learned all the words yet. And I was at the front, just singing along like I do at every single show. And he, could tell i knew every word so he got me up on stage like three or four times and i was like i don't know i feel like i'm getting this is a bit too much like this isn't my show and i and i kept trying to get myself off and he kept pulling me back on yeah, and i was yeah. like i, I can i guess i'm doing this set now no worries <laughs> but um i never got i never got offered the spot i didn't know the guys that well i know i know chris um i know like Mateus, kind of you know on and off i've met him a few times but i didn't know the the person i knew the most from i was always and yeah. like i've hung out with quite a, many times but it's more the thing is is that uh, like he's not part of it and it wasn't really a thing back then and yeah i never got offered it i i mean i would have done it <laughs> 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 if they had said hey imagine doing vocals for Ival would have been like absolutely yes yeah. um but yeah god that would yeah that's uh that, 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 i would have done that i would have done that for sure yeah no doubt
0: Let's, uh, let's talk some new music, man. There's been a lot of cool yes. stuff that's come out this week, and I, I'll give you the new ball, knife What do you What do you look at? Oh. I guess Northlane's probably the easiest way to start, right?
2: Northlane to start, yes, Nick. So we got a lot of big news from Northlane, actually. Yes. So they've dropped, that they've got a new album coming next year, so Obsidian. So another cool kind of name for an album as we get. They've announced a big tour. Alt are fucking opening that tour. What a gift for a band like Alt. That is Our m- big monstrous. We've got of the other main headline act there, but then Sleep Token are Ooh. coming along for the ride their Ooh. first time in Australia. I can't wait to see that, but I'm not going to lie. So Echo Chamber is the, the new song. I was underwhelmed. Ooh. Big, I got a hot oh, take. Really? Yeah, yeah. no, nah, I was massively underwhelmed by this song. I thought it was ordinary.
0: You know what? I The first time I heard the song, I actually was kind of similar. Yeah. I had a similar vibe. I was like, hey, it doesn't feel like, it feels like a few styles aren't meshing as well as what they probably could be. And uh, the video's cool. Like, uh, Oh, I, sick I, video. I enjoyed enjoy the video. I probably elevated the song once I heard uh, yeah. once I watched the video. I'm coming around to it slowly, but yeah, I'm not getting that vibe of like when I heard, I don't know, like Eclipse for the first time, or yeah, nah. Line for the first time when I was like, oh. Instant banger Geordie, uh, I know you're not allowed To say a bad word About any band Because you're in a band um, <laughs> What are your thoughts On the song
1: <laughs> I mean It's funny that you say that I'm not lying I do genuinely like this song I yeah. um, I, I, With New Northland I was very Not into it For a okay. long time Like I really didn't like Alien When it drops
0: mm. um,
1: Yeah I really didn't like it I just did I Fucking I was like this sucks I'm not into it Yeah Now I think that album Is fucking great Like it's just awesome. Grown on me so much so, but at the time I didn't like it. Um, and then when Clockwork came out, I didn't like Clockwork that much. And then it grew on me. Yeah. Um, this, I just liked it from the get-go. I was like, this is sick. Like, this yeah. song is cool. I've listened to it probably about three or four times now and I it's really, really nice.
0: How does um, New Northland to you, uh, I guess, Alien onwards compare to, because obviously to you, you're, the golden era of Northland is kind of that discovery <laughs> of singularity. Is it just like, are they just s- several levels above and this is just tr- like kind of trotting down no. here? No.
1: Or- no i don't think so i think i think if people want to sit and have that adrian marcus debate forever they will be fighting until they're beating each other into the ground and there's nothing (laughs) left of them because it's just it's beating a dead horse man get over it like it's like they're, they're separate eras right they're different styles of music you can't just be comparative it's an evolution it's the same as like saying like oh you know white chapel played somatic defilement and they were extreme deathcore but now they're playing fucking kin and it's all you know soft and shit it's like yeah it's evolution they have to change yeah. as a band so i don't think there's any you know this is better than this or this is better than that it's just like different it's changed they've evolved they're not the same band they were 10 years ago and it shows because they're writing different styles of music uh, you know more melodic and more matured as some people would probably say they've got a lot more um you know little aspects from their favorite like, i mean alien just sounds like if north and the prodigy had a baby and it's <laughs> yes. awesome Absolutely. like it's so cool it's such an interesting mix that just works so well for them and i think to be comparative and be like oh this isn't the same as that it's not it's i don't think it's a fair comparison i think that um alien and you know even Clockwork. If you were to show me Clockwork and show me like you know corruption and put them together and say this is the same band, yeah. I'd be like, what, 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 yeah, what, what the, the fuck? fuck? <laughs> yeah, what <laughs> the fuck? No, nah, they're it's it, they've evolved, man. They're allowed it, to evolve. If bands don't evolve, then they don't they don't get better.
0: Even that um that kind of you know prodigy kind of comparison. I remember when I talked to Marcus, I mentioned the fact that the Eclipse video was very. Smack my bitch up by The Prodigy, which is one mm-hmm. of the more iconic videos, and he just said, "Yeah, that's the direct reference we were going for." Like, that's <laughs> there you go. It's, that's like, it. it's that's exactly it. Uh, Ocean Grove new song, Callum Sun, Grove. which kind of came out like a, I think it came out like hours after we finished our last Monday night, so that was a bit annoying. Um, we predicted it to be shit. Um, Jordy, is it shit?
1: Uh, yeah, it's shit. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to be. I don't want to be mean, but I. I don't like it. I'm yeah. just not. A, I'm just not a fan. I haven't really fucked with. The latest OG stuff at all, really? Like proper hot just, take. I
2: love yeah, it. Yeah, it's
1: it's just my opinion. As I I I like, uh, you know, "Ask for the Anthem." I think that is a fantastic song. Yeah. And then it's just the, the the direction they're going is cool, but it's just not for me. And I can respectfully say that I just don't enjoy it. I like I like them as a band. Uh, you know, I've I've known Sam for quite a long time. Like they're very lovely people. They're very good musicians at what they do, but it's just not
0: not for me. No,
2: hundred percent. So they've just like followed on from obviously Flip Phone Fantasy, but this is just another just song. Yeah. Like it's not a fucking banger. it's not a standout single. Like I was li- I was listening to Junkies, I was listening to Flip. I uh, for the Anthem as well. I was listening to bloody um, what's uh Thousand Sense Golden Again, People Thousand and- Golden <laughs> <laughs> People. I was listening to those kind of songs, and they got really good hooks. The hook here just wasn't there. Yeah. Like the music's fine, but. It's just another song. I and mean, like, I was, so, I was very underwhelmed. Maybe i just did a bad mood this week, but. No, I, yeah, I, it just was ordinary. I,
0: I, I sometimes catch myself doing that as well. Some weeks, I'm like, man, I hate everything yeah.
2: this week. I don't hate everything this but, week, though, But yes. But uh,
0: yeah, this to me is like a deluxe version of Flip Phone Fantasy, a B side of Flip Phone Fantasy. It's literally what we said the other What'd you text other. me, Nick? What'd you text me the I other mean, day? The exact thing was, this: like, why are Ocean Grove releasing a fucking B side <laughs> in 2021? <laughs> like, I just think they could have done something different. They yeah. just, they seemed like they were kind of going somewhere and uh, yeah, I don't know. It just feels like this is a sideways step for them and because of that, it's, it feels like a backward step for them.
2: Nick's, Nick's actual text to me was, new OG sounds exactly like flip phone fantasy OG. <laughs> I'm like, you tell me these bastards are giving us a B-side song? I'm like, <laughs> and yeah, that was basically what we had, yours. So I was the same, but yeah. I was yeah. a little bit the, the yeah. same way with Northlane because I, I was a little bit underwhelmed, but I listened to them together kind of thing during the week. Yeah. And maybe that's why. What, maybe that's what it was. What did you
0: What did you like?
2: Uh, about this. About music this week. Oh, you about said music you like something. Oh, Life's Ill's new single. Yes. So, the, the yes. New life, so Life's Ill. So, we the saw them. So did <laughs> <literally>, So, <laughs> literally. So, didn't, like, we listened to them a few times on the show leading into Invasion Fest and stuff like that. But they hadn't had a song out since 2019. So, we saw them at yep. Invasion Fest expecting new music last year. Didn't release anything. And then now they've popped up with a single. And they've released that they're going to actually have an album coming out in February. So, they're doing yep, that by themselves. Amazing. And this song, like. I like their older stuff, and I, I really got it. We saw them live that day, and I thought this is fantastic. But this is a step up. Like yeah. this is a really so the song's called. I thought I was healing, and I was like fucking flawed. I was like, wow, wait, hey, this is really cool.
0: Yeah, it felt yeah, like man. a re-reintroduction for the band for me because, as you said, it's been so long. It's like it almost feels like you're listening to a new band for the yes. first time. Geordie, uh, do you know the guys personally? What do you think of the song? I,
1: I, I do. I know, I know the Life Still guys very well. They're really good mates of ours. We've played uh, two shows with Life Still. We're about to play uh, Parish Fest with them as well. Like, um, Life Still are one of the nicest and most hardworking bands in Australia. These guys have been around for ages, and they just kill everything. Like, they're very good musicians. Um, Everyone who's involved in that band is just the nicest people. They're super genuine. They're, you know, just really, really awesome people as opposed to just being great musicians. This new song is so good. You can tell where everyone's, everyone from the band has really, like, I I don't want to say everyone has similar tastes, but they do have very, like, they listen to a lot of uh, similar stuff, which is that really sort of uh, bleak, um sort of american wave of metal that's going on at the moment so stuff like the acacia strain and things like you know um god's hate is like very yeah. similar in that sense um you know these guys listen to that stuff and then you've got like i know max um who's the vocalist max has um the most obscure music taste like he i i, I said we stayed at their house when we played in sydney last time and i remember flipping through his record collection for like an hour just being like you have so much good shit in here like he's got he's got like old nine inch nails he's got like fucking you know full of hell and the body collaborations like just the coolest taste and you can tell that they just put all their work and all their love into this and i know they've been sitting on this album for fucking ages so i'm happy that they're finally putting it out um yeah god it's good what a breakdown
0: oh yeah heavy
1: i just (laughs) want to fucking throw
2: fists
0: to that song. <laughs> it's so sick. It's probably the best like single that I heard all e- all week. I'm yes. say all year, not quite all year, but yes. all week for sure. Well, yeah, I, I literally,
2: I, I sent a hundred through to you, Nick, before yeah. I'd heard this song. And it's this song out. is well entrenched <laughs> into that hundred. I, I couldn't believe it when I heard it because I'm like, yeah, life's still we saw like a fucking invasion fest last year, yeah. a hardcore band, and then I heard the song and went, like, "Wow, but Nick, another yes, album." Yes, an album that I actually kind of like. Yes, Silent Planet came yep. out with an album this week. So iridescent, funny yep. name. We like the name. So <laughs> very, but they like they're not everyone's cup of tea. This band. We took our mate, our from our old band, and we saw them. Northland. Who are they supporting? Northlane, and like he's the biggest Northlane fiend ever. We're like, you'll like this band, Pat. We their, their album last year, we gave the album of the year. They're the greatest band ever. He watched them and three songs in. They were really garbage that night that we saw him. Nick. They yeah. weren't that good. But this album. So Trilogy was a really good song last year. A yeah. couple of good singles. Panopticon, um, Terminal came out this year. But I quite enjoyed this album. Yeah, Not I too did. Bad.
0: I kind of forgot Silent Planet were a band um, for a while. And UNFD I band. Too. Yeah, UNFD yes. band, uh, Iridescent. They was...
2: signed for UNFD. They are. Their Australian distribution <laughs> wow. is UNFD, son.
0: The uh, obviously the the Brockhampton little nod there for ir- oh, yes. iridescence for the album. <laughs> yes. uh, yeah, I I just kind of chucked this out. Um, I, I was just looking at like the release radar shit, and I was like, ah, oh, so I'm planning to release an album. Yes, I know they're a good band. Hopefully, this is good. And I had a fucking ball with this. Oh, it's actually. great. Yeah. I, thought I had it's a really, really good. good time. And yeah, I don't think there's been Look, there's been a lot of good albums this year, but I don't know if there's been a lot of like you know, eight and a half ab- and above kind of album. This would be there. Yeah, you know, this is around that mark, yeah, for man. Sure. Like, and that's kind of a, uh, that's all you want these days. I just want decent music, man. And I just think something yeah, well. we've, we've had shit. What about you, man? Have you had a listen to this one? Uh,
1: I haven't listened to it. No, yeah. I haven't listened to Silent Planet. But that's mainly because I don't like Silent yeah, Planet. That's
0: fair. <laughs> that's fair. <Yeah. laughs> well just, that's the thing. Just, they're, they're that band, yeah. aren't they? Are they like, too? artsy for your very...
2: Like artsy yeah, with like, their poetry like and are... their wording.
1: I feel like they are. Didn't um what's his name? Is it Garrett?
2: Garrett Russell, I'm pretty sure. Doesn't
1: doesn't Garrett have an OnlyFans where he reads poetry? Are you I serious? I hope so. That, that is I he does. <laughs> phenomenal. I think, I think he's got an OnlyFans where you pay a monthly subscription and he just puts up videos of him reading poetry, which is, is he- just the most ballsy shit.
0: <laughs> is he naked when he does it? Like, what- no, it's
1: just, he just reads poetry. It's for like poetry nerds. That's which is fucked. Like, That's it's so cool. But I yeah, I just, I can't, I've never been able to get into sound Oh God, I tried. Yeah. Oh, I tried. Everyone told me how good they were. I was like, yeah, I got friends who fucking sweat them so hard, and I just, I just couldn't get into it. It's just, it's just so, one again one of those things. Respectfully, just not yeah. for myself, but I, I, I understand that they are very good at songwriting. Yeah. they are very good. I will probably go listen to the new release after this and give it a give it a squeeze. See if maybe it'll make me see the old stuff in a different light. I find that happens a lot when I listen to a band's yeah, new release, absolutely. like it, then go back and listen to the old stuff and be like, oh, this is I actually kind of like this more than I thought I did. So maybe I'll do that. Who knows? But I just remember seeing, like, uh, I didn't, I didn't see them when they came last time. I was supposed to go see them. There was with counterparts and, um, Northline, Northline. that was the tour. Yeah. When yeah. Yeah. Void, Void opened that show yeah. and that. Void. Yes. But, yeah. um, but I, w- I didn't get to go to that. Um,
2: and for good reason You did well Yeah I saw, I saw I saw a
1: video I saw a video Of somebody filming From the back And they were like This guy boring. hasn't sh- Hasn't shut up About Jesus For like five minutes Dude.
2: And they are They're one of those bands Like their lyrics Go so far over my head I just and, don't get The stories yeah. behind them sure, And yeah. Yeah.
0: Garrett's, Garrett's a spitting image Of Steven Tyler as well <laughs> <laughs> is, I'm not kidding Look, Don't do that to he him He is there. a spitting oh, image Of no. Steven He's about oh. to get Into
2: his only fans God damn it, You bastard yeah. Play
0: Dream On that's you what fucking I know. all my OnlyFans
2: comments. Silent Planet. Oh my god. <laughs> Any
0: other good music, mate?
2: There's a few. Yeah. I, well, we, Avril. I, I, Avril I t- got signed to Travis Barker's label, which is kind of shit, but she came out with a <laughs> kind like of shit. Well, Nick, if if the the um the pop punk revival is gonna happen yeah. and we can get behind someone, we can get behind Avril Levine because yeah. like she's a Canadian queen. She set the scene back in the early 2000s, Skater Boy. Don't know if she wrote her own shit. I don't know if she still does. I don't know what, but this is a dig at Chad Kroger. It's hilarious. Nick. Listen to is the it? lyrics. Oh, it's great. Bite me. Clearly talking about <laughs> Chad Kroger, who is Superman <laughs> That's Nick. just
0: a term. Bite me, <laughs>
2: motherfucker. That's what it is. Yeah. Nah, it was actually a pretty good song.
0: I, I tell you what, I, like, I've like i seen a lot of this on Twitter recently. I'm mm. glad people are finally coming around to this. They're like, every time like Travis Barker appears, <laughs> like, does anyone notice other drummers in the world? Travis <laughs> I know. Like, he's on every fucking song, and it's like, I say this all the time, he doesn't have a specific playing style. No. Nobody listens to like a song, this song and you're going to be like, oh, that's definitely Travis Barker. It's not like Slash or like, I don't know, Brian May from Queen playing a solo where you're like, oh, okay, that's a guitar tone that I can recognize.
2: Going back to Northland, Nick, I need to mention yes. this. So my hot take was actually going to be about that song. Yes. So Nick Peterson, one of my favorite drummers. As you know, George, I don't know if I've spoken to you about it, absolutely love him. Always had a yes. distinct, always had a really distinct style. Yeah. And this new song, that's really why it put me off Echo Chamber. Just it's oh, four okay. it's four very, very plain. Anyone, any drummer could play this, and like I was a little bit disappointed by that. Okay. Maybe that's why I personally didn't like that song. I do as feel much.
1: like I do feel like um Nick's playing style has changed a lot over the years just in yes. general. Like obviously like you know, Discoveries was the song that I like that was that was the band that was the, the, the album, sorry, that yeah. I attempted to play on drums when oh, I was younger. Good luck. And it's so <laughs> technically Brilliant, and yeah, then, it is. You know, you've got Singularity with the best sounding intro of any album with just that. Unreal, boom.
2: yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, oh. and I'm not, I'm not asking him to do shit like that in every song, but like he had that style where I knew, and like he had that sounding yeah. kit that you just you knew straight away. What, it was what iconic, it was. yeah, yeah. And that's just kind of gone away. Maybe that's what disappointed me.
0: I remember when, um, when after. Uh, singularity dropped. Mm. We were playing. We were playing in a band around that time. State of Revenue Shouter. Um, Fucking oh! I point to the sky like it's like they're, they're, we're all there. <laughs> uh, yeah. My God! Uh, and like so, what would happen is for the, about the four years after while we were in a band, any a drummer would do sound check, they would play Genesis. They would all yep. just play. T- <laughs> and it always sound like kind of, it sound kind of good, but kind of shit at the same time. Like no one's nicknamed. Here's me like, playing Killing
2: of the Name. Just yeah, something we,
0: basic and like, easy. Like, where's the cowbell? God damn,
1: <laughs> give me the cowbell. My drummer just plays 4-4 four, four, and then does blasts. Yeah. <laughs>
0: so good I tell you what I really like yes. Bart, uh, outside of the scene I, oh. I know I'm not allowed to talk about outside of the scene the new fucking Silk Sonic um, record Bruno Mars and Anderson Pack. it is what I call baby making music I have like <laughs> I, have, I fucking love this r- record so candles Nick I'm Can telling you, you, you right the now in the room? I'm telling I haven't had sex in seven years but like when it, if I ever do again it'll be to this album and I will probably I might get the track two what but, be- well the track one's only a minute <laughs> so hopefully I get to track two what will you be two. drinking
2: Nick we haven't plugged
0: him yet I'm not plugging Bilson I haven't returned my email Fuck God him. damn it As <laughs> <laughs> <That's
2: laughs> I drink my bills plug and it I'm, so sorry. I'm not <laughs> sorry. plugging them I'm off so, them <laughs> So and release What's the standout? standout uh, there's a song
0: called Flies Me The bass line is fucked up It's so good It's like I don't know if you've seen the movie The Nice Guys with um Russell Crowe and Ryan yeah. Gosling. It sounds like a <laughs> so sound good. it sounds like a soundtrack song to that. It's like 70s funk and soul. And I tell you what, I it made me look at Bruno Mars in a whole new life. Really? Bruno's got bangers all through his life. I've never realized <sighs> it. He's great. Bruno has put out consistently good songs yeah. forever. Why are Unreal. people only realizing this yeah. now? he's
1: fucking there's a reason he's. Multi-platinum artist he's, a ba- he's just putting out Banging
0: It's insane He's got generational songs Uptown Funk Will be played in 20 years time percent We will be playing dude, that at like 40 That could have came out like,
2: like 100 years ago Yeah Would, like, it, it was exactly that sound Like that fucking Treasure yeah, That jazz style tre-
1: Treasure is the best Fucking like funky Just dance along have a great time Oh man Brenner is dude, he's really the, 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 the best Short king in the world <laughs>
2: Speaking of hot takes, Nick went all in on Ed Sheeran. Was it last week? Was oh that, yeah, was it Ed Sheeran. So did you see his feature? Um, One of the greatest features of all time. What do he do? So a new movie, Red Notice. I don't know. It just came out in Netflix. Oh. It's um, yeah, The Rock and uh, Ryan Reynolds and, yeah, and Gal Gadot. And yeah. I, I watched it this afternoon, and um, Ed Sheeran was in it. Oh, man, <laughs> he, he, he mentioned his Game of Thrones uh, reference, Nick, as he was getting arrested. Uh, I fucking hate it. No. no so <laughs> honestly, so George, you're a are you a movie buff?
1: I am a massive yeah,
2: movie, so, movie. Yeah, yeah exactly. Absolutely. I, I, I kind of knew that, but so <laughs> two hundred million bucks. Netflix has gone out and done this. So it's like Indiana Jones style. It's like a spy yeah. movie. It's a lot of things going on. It's entertaining. It's like you'll enjoy it. You, you watch it for the two hours that it is, but. How do they keep spending like monstrous amounts on movies like this and getting away with it? Like, I don't know. Yeah. I, don't, I just don't understand. Like the Sandler one with Aniston was decent, but like they yeah. spent like 150 million on that. It's, where are they getting this money? I like it's unreal. I watched um, the Harder They Fall, which is a new Western. the thing.
0: Cowboy one. Uh, yeah, you told
2: me to it's watch that. Pretty,
0: yeah. It's pretty good. It's not too. It's not the best thing in the world, but like
2: I was like, oh, yeah, this is pretty decent. But they're all Nick 100 million yes, plus. Like no. these productions, like I, I just don't get it. <laughs> you know, you know what it's my old they bit. just they
1: just throw money away. It doesn't. Yeah, interest, it's ridiculous. Money's dude. not an object when you. Yeah when you're the most Famous streaming service in the entire <laughs> world, man. Like- <laughs> but like,
2: wouldn't like honestly, like if you're spending that amount of money, wouldn't you look into a script and like actually think of the outcomes? Like, oh, yeah. this is pretty ordinary reading. Nah, we're just gonna nah, throw 150 nah. mil. Like, <laughs> fucking, like you want some quality, mate? No, nah, because the, the script isn't written by by one person. It's not written by a group of
1: people true. being like, oh, Gripper this writers. is be good or this is a good idea. It's yeah. it's it's focus groups that go, yeah, what's, po- what's popular? What can we make money off? This is the it. Rock. This is it. This is it. We're gonna Ryan put the Reynolds. rock in a movie. We'll put Kevin Hart in the movie. We'll <laughs> make them yeah. Into a buddy cop situation. So true. And then people will fucking lose their minds to it, and everybody with an actual fucking working functioning brain will not enjoy <laughs> it.
0: <laughs> so true. Oh, dude. My, my old man had a couple of things after watching the western movies. Oh like, no. He's like, I would the worst time ever to be a horse would be in a western movie. There's one. There's a scene <laughs> oh, no. where this gang runs into town, oh. and it's like someone gets shot, and then the main gang leader gets off, and before even like he touches the ground, he shoots his own horse in the head. What? And oh I'm my like, god. Like, and he's like using it for. Cover, but like they've got snipers that are th- like on three How story big? buildings. Like you don't have cover there. Also, when old, was this set, Nick? My old, my old, my old I don't know. Oh, I
1: it's set at it, uh, it's um it's set at Melbourne Cup, just minus the minus
2: the, <laughs> the, the snipers. <laughs> oh, I'm just sick. I'm just sick. And so like snipers back in a cowboy western. Where the fuck was this? Like- they didn't have the intervention. okay oh. but they were still they were doing <laughs> totally But they, they also uh, you also
0: pointed out it's like in these western movies you can never see like because there's always like a strip of land where you have like the bar and everything like that. But you could never see houses on the outer. And he's like, "Where never. does where does everyone live?" It's like you can, in none of these movies you ever see, see like a like a townhouse out in the back there. There's no there's no houses. There's they, they got
2: ranches out there. No, it's where got massive ranches no. of where? land just outside of town, mate. A couple of a <laughs> couple of miles ride, money. you know. A couple of <laughs> days ride.
0: It's too much
1: money for the prop department. Build yeah, a, build a fake house in the back. of
2: so back true. Shot. It's so true and accurate, but all those westerns, There's never any houses. It's literally, yeah. just the strip with the fucking like the barber. You got yeah. the salon, like all those things. You got the sheriff's office. Like yeah. it's so true. Speaking of barbers, the best barber in town. Nick. Oh, that's Hello. a good. That's a good plug. Just a little plug. Plug, your, pl- plug your work. Plug your shop. <laughs> Oh,
1: I work at a, a barbershop in Richmond called Beach Barbers. If anyone wants a cool haircut, come come say hello. I swear I won't make you look like me. I promise.
2: <laughs> you've got, you got a beautiful beard, George. Don't ever sell yourself But as, as we <laughs> exactly. say, we're the best unpluggers in town. Always. Absolutely. doing things like that. <laughs> pot shots for him.
0: Yeah, let's go pot shots, man. Quick questions Ooh. and quick answers. Geordie, um, yes. I know you've got a few, so I'm going to let you take the, the first yeah, one. Yeah, so um,
1: I So I, I, I wrote down my own pot shots. Yes. <laughs> Okay, so my my pot shots are almost entirely opinion based. So, yes. oh, good. <laughs> all right, so my first pot shot is Keith Buckley is the best lyricist in heavy music. True or false?
0: Yeah,
2: absolutely. Yeah, no, uh, no, no disputing uh, that. No. If, um, there,
1: look- if there, if there is anybody else you can think of, do let me know.
0: It, Garrett Russell, Jason Butler, circa 2012, 2013. Oh, peak, yeah, yeah. Um, peak Jason. That would be the only other one that I can think of. Is the like, look, I we're both not really lyric guys, me no. and Nath, but there's only a few people who actually give me a reason to give a shit about lyrics, and Keith Buckley's always been one of them. Yeah, absolutely. And what do you think of the new album? Actually,
1: oh, perfect. Yeah, I, it is. I have not stopped listening to Radical. Like, yeah. just it's just on repeat. I cannot stop listening to it. It's, it's so good,
2: so easy it's, to listen to. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. And it's you like the fantastic.
0: new Turnstile? New turn Big fan? Oh, so good.
1: Glow <laughs> the fuck oh. on. <laughs> Turnstile are one of the best live bands I've ever seen in my life. And just yeah. being a, like, they have just got hit after hit after hit. They're yeah. so good, man.
2: Yeah. You know an underrated lyricist? Like, he's the biggest singer in the scene. I reckon Ollie so I just got... To, you reckon he's good. all
1: right? I, there's have something he, about his seen... lyrics. I
2: don't know what it is. There's just something about him I just clicked to. It's, it's really Have good.
1: you seen his process on how he writes lyrics? No. No. It's incredible. I watched him do it and I realized that I did the same thing in my high school band and didn't realize I was doing it and then he scrapped it because I went, This is terrible. Why am I doing this? Turns out Ollie Sykes does it. Is he will he'll um have the music done and then he'll sing, he'll like scream or sing a melody, yeah, and then just fit words to the melody. You know, he'll bit, go like, like Tim from Rosie. Yeah, that's what I go. just go, yeah. he'll just go, you know, like there'll be like a bit and be like and then he goes. This guy is falling yeah. it's, fucking <laughs> like, it's just it's cool how he he like he'll, he'll just simplifies words it to,
2: yeah mm. it's so cool
1: and so I've tried doing that a little bit but it's kind of hard because I don't have a multi-million dollar studio that I can just whip yeah. into whenever I want you know yeah. like, and it's, it's like very,
0: you, yeah. you mentioned Tim from Rise Against who yes. does that but like he would uh, I think on the song Savior he's like he would hum everything or do like kind of the that's my mic goes everywhere oh, no. he would do the melodies <laughs> and he would be like there'd be like one word it would be like I said don't hate you and he's like I want that to be the word I, w- yes. I want to build around that yeah. and build a song around just like mm. I hate you or whatever the fuck the line is yeah. and it's like that's how a
2: lot of people do it it's pretty cool Nate. what do you it's got it's a great, great process ah, to both of you a dual pot shot yes pissing on a fan on stage yay or nay <laughs> Yay! No, yay! Yay!
0: Oh, <laughs> uh, please, God, nay!
2: <laughs> well, he unifies around the corner,
0: Jordy. Like, I don't, um, I don't want you to give too I'll many spoilers around. <laughs> but... I'll
1: set it up. We'll, uh, we'll, we'll, get, we'll get you chair. We'll get you on stage, Brownie, and we'll we'll, we'll just do, That's, we'll do that. That's one part of the most set.
0: terrifying videos I've ever seen in my life. Like I oh, just I was so, so I, I was worried.
2: I, I don't know what to say about it all. Like, no, neither do I. Just... That's why I asked you. <laughs> so, I didn't it's, know we we're gonna lead it off and talk about it. But, so brass against no, is the is the is the name, and yeah. like didn't know him before this. Don't want to know him after. this. No, so. hang on. I'll, I'm just <laughs> saying, like publicity. What was the thing? What, uh, um, well, it's controversy creates cash, yes. and so that was Eric Pushoff's like massive quote, but. Like, we didn't know about him before this. Like, this is a way to get people talking about him. We're talking about him. Now yeah, everyone on the That's fucking true. social clubs were. Yeah. So, like, it's a different way to get into the fucking the stream of people. But I don't know if this is the <laughs> right way to do it. But it's worked, I guess. Uh, I got one for you. Oh, yes. I got yes. one for
0: you. It's, Nausea is better than a tear in the fabric of life. Yay or nay? Oh,
2: <laughs> shit.
0: <laughs> he gets to answer it first. Cause it's- <laughs> Go, it. Nausea is the tear in the fabric of my life. <laughs> Very <laughs> nice. Very I nice. I did it. I did it.
1: It's there. It's part of, I it. I lost like nine months of my life to that EP. So, uh, oh, man. Yeah, I had such a good time doing it, though. It was... I wouldn't give it up for the world. And the fact that we're... Oh, oh, just on the, on the side just we're, we're back in the studio now but we're oh. doing cool we're doing cool new stuff so it hey, cool. yeah, feels really good to be back into it yeah we're, yeah, dude, we're not fucking we're not changing that <laughs> so, yeah. no but honestly
2: yeah. they are they are the two like yeah. the two standouts of the year which is it's been a great year for EPs, EPs I, I, I almost reckon EPs have outdone albums like that could be another hot take but yeah, both are like, clearly at the top, and they'll both dominate the 100. There's
0: been some good ones, like Onslow, as you Onslow said. Onslow's Bad massive. Love's good. Two Bad Octavia's above, yep. good. Yep. Um,
2: I'm sure I'm missing a four New point. one from this week, Vended the um, Corey Taylor... Son, oh yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: fucky fuck sounds like Corey, doesn't it? Oh, I oh do. I literally my next pot shot
2: is literally about that. So it was actually two Geordie Father versus Son. So the Chapel Town rag came out last week, Slipknot. Yeah. And I'm gonna I, go head to head with Asylum, which is the big vended song. What are you going? Like what corner?
1: Uh look to be honest, it's kind of fucked, but I kind of like Asylum a bit more than I like the Chapel Town Rag. I yeah. mean, I listened to it, I listened to it, and I was like, Yeah, this is cool. Like I like it. It sounds like Slipknot, that's fine, whatever. Yeah. Um, but it's I don't know, it's okay. I just kinda I like that Griffin is doing more of that like gnarly, like scratchy vocals that his dad used to do. Um, but obviously in a much safer tone than what Corey used to do it because yeah. no one should ever try and attempt to sound like Corey from South of <laughs> ta- Iowa and ruin your vocal cords. Taught man. him not to do that, <laughs> so- yeah. Yeah, so it sounds, he sounds great. Man, Griffin is killing it. That, that dude is killing it. He is such a strange little dude as well. Like, I <laughs> followed him on Instagram for a while and I had to unfollow him because he kind of annoyed me. But he's um, <laughs> hes he's, uh, hes hes not nearly as bad as his dad, so that's fine.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so that EP is What Is It? Kill It. Five tracks, 18 minutes. Check that, out. that. Yeah, out. Yeah, you, no, uh, you got another pod shot, Jordy? Yes,
1: I do. Hang on, I've got it written down here. All right. No worries. Uh... Knocked Loose are trapped in their current state and can't progress to be a stadium band because of their genre. Yay or nay?
0: Yay! Like in terms of stadium band, um, yeah. I don't think, Do think they. they... Can, I don't think they can go to arena band on their sound at the moment, unless the whole scene kind of changes. I think there's like a like what Knocked Loose have done the last few years, and like I know a lot of people say like they're borrowing from other bands. Everyone borrows from bands, right? We all understand. Everyone this. borrows from bands. <laughs> Nothing original. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And so, like, I think Knocked Loose have made it a lot more a lot cooler, I guess, to like listen to like heavy as fuck music and kind of like, you know, knock loose five years ago would be like the absolute underground. Whereas now it's kind of like, they're not, I wouldn't say mainstream, but like they're in the heavy scene. They're like one of the absolute bands you have to listen to. Right.
1: Well, between, between them and code orange, they're yep. playing they're massive, the massive festivals in front yeah. of thousands Heads of people. And it's, top slots, uh, top slots, man, man, knock yep. loose, are, like knock loose was like a main support on a Gojira tour. Yeah. Like, That's insane. Like, the fact that, you know, Gojira are a stadium band and Knock were being like, yeah, we'll support them, sure. Like, Knock when I first listened to Knock it was like I was watching music videos of them playing in in warehouses and people fucking throwing a mattress at each other. Like, that's, (laughs) it's so sick. And then, you know, now they're massive, man. Like, they sell out shows everywhere. And they get Like they're they're such a huge band, but I've I've always I've been constantly thinking to myself I'm like how much bigger can they get? Yeah. If they're gonna keep playing this hyper aggressive music that is mm. so good, but it's just not palatable to such a large audience.
2: How, how much do you think Hate Five Six is that, like to do with like High uh, Court coming into like the mainstream? Not say mainstream, sunny, but like he's he shows so many yeah. fucking artists, man
1: sunny sunny's changed the game like mm. he's he's been doing it for so long right yeah. but i think being in lockdown it made people miss going to see shows and then they were able to just do that through the internet so he just he's just spawned people actively searching for smaller cool bands and they yeah. being able to watch how good live music can be and um you know him playing you know showing knocked loose sets and stuff i mean like sunny sunny from hate56 will record everybody right his set that he recorded for knocked loose will be good but you can watch like a set from a a local band from like one specific town in america where everybody knows them and it will be 10 times as hectic as that and it's it's so cool to watch because you just see these like little micro like communities yeah and it's sick it's so cool to watch because it's like you know we've got our really cool scene here but i mean we got three or four or five or six or ten different little mini metal scenes in melbourne alone Imagine what it's like when you have three hundred million people in a country. Yeah, yeah. like it's <laughs> yeah, it'd be just so
2: sick, wouldn't it? It's
1: so cool, man. He's, yeah. got, he's he started posting noise shows now, like where people just fuck around with like effects pedals until it hurts your brain. Like it's <laughs> it's. I've been to noise shows before, and they're either great or they suck. And he mm. is showing some really cool shit. And it's, no in between, yeah, man, No you, in between. It's really cool, man.
0: Do you think the knock loose thing, in terms of like whether they can get to an arena or a stadium level? Do you think a lot of that kind of is gonna. It's almost like a double edged sword. It kind of does. It doesn't work because a knock loose show, in its essence, has to be A chaotic. floor, a floor yeah. show where you can jump on stage and you kind of like to. So to pre- uh, to perform it like Margaret Court or like Rod Laver Arena, like it kind of loses the essence
2: of what a knock loose show it's is. It's like every time I die, it's so similar. Yep.
1: It's it's true, but at the same point, like we watched them play at Unify in yeah. on a on a on a stage that had a barrier, and they fucking killed it. Like yeah. it's like. Yeah, they can still do such a good job with what they're given, and I think that they're, you know, um, as a band, they're, um, they're good enough at adapting to what they're doing that it, um, it works for them. I think that they, if they were going to play massive stadiums like that, they could play the music, but then just adapt their show to bigger, yeah. bigger things. Like that's what bands have to do when they get to that level.
2: I think and it's just, yeah. yeah. I think they have the hook, like I think they have the actual writing ability to do it. Like on a song like "Mistakes Like Fractures," which is. Uh, Huge crowd song, like it's got crowd involvement and stuff like that. Parkway back in the day, who would have thought they'd be doing arenas and shit like that? So I think down, because down the line, I said this last week on the Heart review on the album. I said, who knows what they'll sound like in four years' time or four albums? So I'm not saying they're going to get there, but you actually look at a band in the start of their career to what they sound like and progress. Who would have thought Bring Me be the fucking biggest like kind of rock pop band in the in in the scene in the world? So you just you don't know, and they had that ability, I think. And Parkway did it
0: without, you know, I, I guess like a lot of the things was. You can only really get big if you have a clean chorus so you yeah. can only do it with your like, they, just and, have like the crowd bits, they, they they just have like kind of these gang vocals yeah. that kind of exactly. help them out and it's like Sick. so it is, it is possible like Winston has never really gone for like these big clean choruses no. or anything like that. So I guess like you know in a few years' time who knows where knock loose are. I really hope I'm I'm hoping we get a fucking I like my I don't know about you Jordi but my theory on this EP that they just released was that this was like the most hectic shit they had with the guitarists that they I don't think they have anymore. Yeah the, the previous yeah, guitarist yeah, and they're there, just are, like yeah. and I think like the new stuff is from next year is gonna be I reckon they're gonna have an album next year. I think like they're yeah. this is like we're gonna put the most hectic shit out here and then we're gonna have songs that are already ready for the album. Yeah, this is just to go for yeah. the
2: live shows and the tours now. Oh, just dude. just chuck is three like, or four new songs for the set, come out and it's watch so us good. And yep. dude,
0: it's this and them. yeah, this is the new
1: EP the new EP is just so chaotic. It's like yeah. a lot more like it's Unreal. very like almost it's like, it's like a lot, it's like pushing on technical metalcore to a point. Yeah. Like it's got little fucking chaotic bits and little like math metal sections. And it's like I feel like um like Alessio said it to me the other day, he said it kind of sounds like if boundaries were a step up, that's yeah. what it sounds like. And it's like, yeah, it's pretty true. Like, it's, that's exactly what it sounds like. It's like that style of sort of chaotic, punchy metalcore, but done really, really well.
2: Yeah. yeah. I've got another kind of one if you want. Yeah, go for it. Yeah, so this is kind of catered to George. So what? local local bands are better jumping on bigger band tours rather than headlining their own tours, yay or nay? Oh, so yeah, 100%.
1: I'll, so, yeah,
2: yeah. so I'm, I'm looking at alt. So, like, yeah. say, I'm not saying they're big enough to do their own tour, but jumping on the tour now with fucking... Um, Northlane is going to be like so huge for their progression and like getting people to look at them and faces on the product and I'm just thinking now with Starve like what would you guys rather do like do a run up the East Coast as your own headline act or jump on a band like say Void Division like duly noted like it's probably going to be more faces on the product and get bigger from it like what do you think?
1: Well see I, I think I think you can, you can do both hmm. um, but it just depends on where your audience is specifically like for yep. a band like us for example like we're not big enough to do an East Coast tour yeah. maybe if we drop another release or something we could do another east coast tour off it we could do a east coast tour off it at the moment who knows yeah. we don't know we yeah. haven't tried it yet um we were supposed to do like three in the past two years and yeah. that didn't happen so it's like we we can see what's going to happen um i don't know how we go if we headlined like we wouldn't be able to headline brisbane you know yeah, like we yeah, wouldn't yeah. be able to do that thing. so it's like we I think bands that are the size of us, like maybe not Alt because Alt have a very good following, but like Alt could probably do a a headline tour and sell really well. But it's more the idea that with Alt being the style that they are and then playing, you know, with Northlane who have just a huge audience, their style will probably get picked up by a lot of people who really like Northlane. Yeah. so then you've got this whole new audience of people who've never heard of you before who've been like oh yeah fuck it we'll come early and we'll watch the first band who cares even if it's three or four people from like a small show those three or four people are gonna tell their mates and then they're gonna tell their mates and then next time you come back then you'll have more people and then the time after that you, you probably need. do yeah. a headline show there it's yeah. like before you know it you've, you've you've quadrupled your audience in like two shows and now you can probably do a headline there. like it's yeah
0: do you think that um, there's any like I guess using Starve as like kind of the baseline here? Is there any uh, tours that you wouldn't jump on solely for the fact that you're like there's just no benefit here, even though they might be a much bigger band? Like there's like the genres just aren't. There's not going to be any overlap kind of thing.
1: Um, I mean, yeah, there's stuff like that. Like I mean, like I'd like to tour with like I've got I I love like death metal, like yeah. really really heavy death metal. I don't think Starve could tour with a death metal band. I don't think we'd be able to tour with like you know maybe a band like uh like there's a band who could i think of i don't know somebody like uh you know american band like uh uh, um decapitated or like uh aborted or like one of those technical death bands i don't think we could jump on a tour with them as much as i would love to because it's just not if we played metalcore to like a death metal audience we'd probably get booed like it's just it's just not it's just not realistic as much as i'd love to do it i don't think we could
2: yeah how important is it to get those bands back out into australia these internationals for our scene like do you like because we're literally relying on aussie bands at the moment which is great like we get an exposure for local bands but how important is it to get those internationals back very very
1: important i think the fact that we have been so like uh, stripped of international acts for so long means yeah. that once they come back, it's going to be crazy, but it's also because of being in lockdown for so long and the power of the internet, you get to see music from everywhere. So yeah. everyone in Australia is not just listening to Australian music. They're listening to music from fucking everywhere at the moment. So having those bands come here is a guaranteed sell. Like, I mean, you look announced that sleep tokens coming over for the first time, everybody lost their shit. Yeah. Like, cause that's because literally sleep- why I
2: bought the ticket yeah. <laughs> yeah. for them.
1: Yeah. I, I would be going, but I'm actually going on holiday at that point in time. So I can't make oh. it, but I, I really wanted to go. Like I was, I spoke to my partner and I was like, Oh, let's go to this. And she's like, Oh, we're going to be overseas. And I was like, i want to see sleep token. And I think that's going to be the pull for a lot of people. Like, you know, these bands are going to play, you know, like, even that, uh that within destruction tour that yeah, got announced. Yes. Um, yep. They're doing, they're finally doing that yokai tour that was meant to be two years ago. Yeah. And they're bringing signs of the swamp who yeah. haven't been to Australia before. And they I know they have a large following in like the Deathcore crowd, especially in Australia. So having them come here, that's going to just fucking boost ticket sales. People are going to want to go. Everyone's going to want to see these bands because, you know, as much as we're in Australia, we hear about Australian music all the time. Yes. We want to hear about new stuff coming here. Like it's...
2: We've yeah, talked about that, haven't we? We've talked about yeah. that, there, Nick. Like it's kind of... We love going to watch new bands play new sh- new songs, but when you've seen all the bands already, it's kind of like, what's the incentive to go? And like getting those couple of internationals. not saying every tour has to have them, but yeah. it gives that extra motivation to go to a tour like that. 100%. Yeah, one, yeah, once you've
0: once you've seen a band once, they have to be a special kind of band for you to want to go to see them again or on like an e- album
2: tour kind yeah, of thing and yeah.
0: not even in like a kiss-ass kind of way but Starve give off that like that show earlier you did this year at Wanna go Yeah, like that Thanks, was Matt. like that was the show like this is a show like I know there hasn't been many shows but the that was, that show was like this the,
1: that was the most special show
0: yeah, like, it was, it was in insane. General, it was unbelievable. It, I I tried to talk to you afterwards, but you were getting swarmed. So I had to like, yeah, We sat I, fifteen <laughs> minutes waiting. I had waiting. to message you. <laughs> I had to message you afterwards. Yeah, just be like was, how sick was, it was that?
1: Chaos, man. I, it was it was chaos because like we we played that show and I knew thirty percent of the audience that's yeah. fucked yeah. i didn't know who though i'm like fuck we're not playing to our friends anymore we're playing to people who want to actually come see us how cool is that and like, we brought awesome. in, yeah. we brought we brought like infinite illusion down and they had never really played before and we brought outsider across who were like really good yes. mates of ours and that was sick and furious george had been around for ages and that were a great opening again they were just they're so sick they're so solid but it's like we played that show and just did not expect to have such an amazing response and it was i feel like it's we've been working our ass off to try and build that Sort of like um, that culture around shows in Australia, like our shows, we want to push them to be more like the hate 856 shows where people yeah. can stage dive and go crazy and have a good time, but also feel safe at the same time. So it's something that we want to try and push, but I feel like we're doing a pretty good job of pushing that at the moment when only, you know, a couple of others are as well. So it's and Just on that, George, good. I
2: need to bring something up. Yeah. How's it going to feel go on. playing 170 Russell?
1: Oh, I'm gonna Ooh, shit myself, yes. dude! It's so exciting. I, I went yeah. to get
2: tick. I literally because like when it got moved to 170, oh, I, I've got to get a ticket, and it's sold out. So I, I've, got, out. No, I've got no ticket to the show. Oh. It's, I'm absolutely shattered. Well, well, but yeah, I'm sorry, So that, man. that with gloom.
0: Well, maybe yeah. we we'll just have to message Mikey and put our beef to rest, and maybe he'll put you on the <laughs> door.
2: <laughs> <laughs> you beautiful man, Mikey. You know I love you. Do you him. have any more pod shots, Jordy? Before we move on, Oh, yeah, I do
1: actually. Please, yeah, yeah. I've got, I've got, I've got one more. Yes. yes. One more. Uh, who has had the biggest fall from grace? Is it A, Corey Taylor? Is it B, is it B, Rob Flynn? Is it oh, C, fuck Joel yeah. Birch? Or is it, or is it D, Nick Brown? <laughs>
2: <laughs> can I lock in Can I lock in all four oh, I'm got, going, there is a, I'm, there going is I'm going frowny I'm backing in frowny That is just too fucking good That is sensational That's and, so good Oh that's since, awesome
1: Ever since Ever since Static Revenue ended You changed I know
2: That's oh, true
0: Hey you didn't even come to the show That was actually Sorry <laughs> you... sta- Star, Star was the second best show Of the year Static Revenue was number one <laughs> What a reunion <laughs> it was <laughs>
1: I couldn't come. I was fucking sick as a dog. I, uh, like, I was fucking. Uh, I was in the middle of a pandemic, and I had a
2: fucking flu. And I not <laughs>
0: yeah, probably not the
2: best idea. People are still talking about that show, Nick Brown. That's <laughs> how much it fucking uh, meant to be. Every before.
0: time I bring a, every, every time I bring a poll up <laughs> in terms of like best eight album or best sophomore, every someone always puts static revenue
2: <laughs> <in>. and <laughs> we're in the top five every poll. So and fucking
0: edit. dumb. Me our way back. So good. Uh, Dave, yeah. Let's move. Let's move on to a quiz, man. Uh, oh, quiz! You've got a quiz directed. I'm guessing, Jordy, you're gonna have first crack at every. Question here. Oh, I'll be, sick. I'll be, I'll be your lifeline if you need me, but um, I'm not really wanting to answer any questions. So please get them right. Okay. Sure. Okay. You can be H- how many you does he need. need?
2: He needs the over under is always six. Okay. So six out of six. ten, George. So we're going to crack off with question number one. What okay, song has more streams on Spotify? Is it mm. "A Burden"? Farewell versus whatever. Forever. Bury me.
1: I'm going to say farewell.
2: Correct. 408k yeah. versus 406k. I would have that. <gasps> I'm not even kidding. So he got they that are, correct straight it's, away.
1: It's very very popular. Very popular on Spotify. Master very Street very popular Man.
2: song. Exactly. Now, next question for you, George. Question 2. True or false. The basis for Justice for the Dam Fronts, the band Speed. False. Correct! It is false because <laughs> it's actually the basis for endless Heights, Nick Brown. Another <laughs> little fucking amazing. juicy nice, little well little Easter egg for you there as well, Wait, Brown, you're the, learning. Speed the band, with the hardcore band. We See we You. See you yes. Oh, what a yes. song. <laughs> that is the greatest AI video. The Oh, my God, that's they, so good. They're hanging a...
0: out the
1: car, like, yeah. throwing up muscles. Oh, like, God, it's so the best tough.
2: video ever. <laughs> that is the so fucking tough. best video. Oh, it's so damn <laughs> good. Best dangerous. minute of my life. Dude, <laughs> like... actually, I I was actually going to send this to Nick during the week. So, I was watching a couple of 8, 5, Six videos, and the speed set that they did at the Budeck and Hotel. Yeah. Was that post... Invasion or was that of the week that of was, that. That
1: was the night of invasion. So afterwards, so,
2: when we went to that okay. show with um, Jesus Peace, they played yeah, earlier Speed in the night. Yeah. So I watched the film of that, and it was fucking hectic. We missed it. Oh, we were too late. But that's uh, yeah. uh, so good. But Nick, uh, sorry, Jordan. Uh, question three: What song did Reside cover during the week? Is it A Happy Song by Bringing the Horizon, B Clockwork by Northlane, C Daylily by Movements, or D Blackout by Turnstile?
1: It was Clockwork
2: by Northline. <laughs> Correct! You're three for three. You're so much better than Nick at this. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Nick, I'm telling you, we got to bring him on every week. Uh, question <laughs> yeah, four. Yeah, I'm part of the backbone. <laughs> what came first, George? Was it The Poison yep. by Bullet for My Valentine or The Martyr by Carnival?
1: It was The Martyr because The Martyr was 2005 and The Poison was 2006.
2: Correct, Nick Brown. He's, yeah! he's four for four, this bastard. He's too good at this. we We're going to have to change the over under. We, we need a back. All right, the over under is now up to eight. Yeah, so, okay. Eight. Four out of four. Okay. Um. Okay. Question five What song has more views on YouTube? Is it Dream State White Lies or Tonight Alive Lonely Girl?
1: Uh, I, hmm. I'm i going to say it's Tonight Alive because I don't know Dream State
2: a great guest, George. Do you want to re that guest to go oh, to Dreamstay?
1: Nah, nah, nah. I'm sticking with Tonight Alive. I know I'm probably wrong, but I'm going to stick to my You, you I Day.
2: was giving you the, the out there to be five of five. <laughs> so Dream Nick nah. comes in, it's Dream state yes. <laughs> yeah, so Dream <laughs> State White Lies, 12 mil versus Tonight Alive, Lonely Girl, Leverbill. mil. So the actual Spider-Man song that me and Nick talked about last week is the biggest Tonight Alive song with 13 mil. So uh, that is the climate. So much. Okay, so four out of five, he needs four out of the next five questions correctly, I don't know if it's going to happen, but... No okay, worries. six. No what worries. band is headlining the 16-day Yours Truly Tour that they jumped on during the week next year? Is it A, Trash Boat? Is it B, Dream State? Is it C, against the current? Or D, Frank Carter and the Rattlesnakes? Is it Frank Carter? That's a great guess, George. It's incorrect. It's- I'm sorry. That's two incorrect <laughs> ones in a row. I'm going to go actually- Trash Boat. That's a great guess, Nick Brang. You're also wrong. You're both so bad at this game. It's actually a band called Against the Current. They, they I've did never a... heard of
0: that band in my no. life. Well,
2: so, yeah. I hadn't either until I looked at this tour. So <laughs> yours truly. So That's pretty cool. 16 Date to European tour. So they're actually basing themselves in the UK, which is kind of cool. You sold them pretty well there. <laughs> 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 Against the Current, they've actually got like a gaming song. It's got like 300 million streams. It's ridiculous. Oh, really? It's a monstrous. Wow. Yeah, so check them out if you want to. Don't really, after a bit, okay. Jordan, <laughs> seven. You need every question from here. For the, I'll give you seven. Uh, we'll go back to the yeah. overrun. It could be seven. Who am seven I? i I'm an Aussie band with two names. Guess life's ill. Great guess. I like how you played them in because I got a song this week. It's not right. <laughs> so, I'm going to give no. you two more clues, Jordan. Okay, I've made all three backbone hundred countdowns and I am signed to Grayscale Records. Is that Alpha Wolf? Oh, that was the last clue, and it's wrong. It's no. diamond. Oh. It's diamond construct. Ah, uh, <laughs> you bastard! Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's exactly. That's a great descriptive <laughs> word to make. Question number eight. We'll go back to the over under being six because we have got three <laughs> wrong in row. I'm not Just liking giving me, this. Giving me all the passes. <laughs> giving Thank you the you. outs. Okay, what word are diamond construct teasing us with in their new Facebook profile pic? Uh. Is it a fight? Is it b charge? Is it c hype? Or is it d war?
0: High, uh, It's got to be Hype, right? Correct, yeah, boys. Yeah, All right, yeah.
2: we're back in the game. So that's five of eight now. Question number nine. Who has played more shows according to ConcertArchive.com? Is it Parkway Drive or is it Architects? It'd
1: be Parkway, wouldn't
2: it? I'm going to go Architects just, we'll because, go. They're, just because they're just UK. Just, oh, there you go. Okay. I'm, well. I'm going to go Parkway because Parkway
1: just... Used to play like 50 shows yeah, across know. Australia like every year.
2: I'll put this out there. So, Parkway started as Abandon 03, yeah. Architects 04. So, Ooh. they've been on a similar trajectory like the whole way through. It's why we always compare them with each other. So, compare the bear. One has played 1,402 gigs. 1,400? One has played wow. 1,592. Oh the winner, winner, chicken dinner, Parkway Drive. Fuck! <laughs> 100, yes! <laughs> 109, like. 1,590 shows wow. that's, over that's 18 so years much. is almost 100 a year. That's insane. that's insane. So, like, yeah, whether that's correct or not, I thought it's a great stat. But question number 10. Yes. To put him over the top for the 7 out of 10, of the Leaks over and under. Fun. <laughs> what was the new song Atlas brought out during the week called, Jordan? Was it A, Ooh, hit. Kodo Kushi? Do you
0: feel like you can get it already, Jordan? Was
2: it B, no. Motorboating? <laughs> was it C, <laughs> Fallen Dream? Or was it D, Tokyo Drift? <laughs> it was Kotakushi, wasn't it? Correct, Jordan. Yeah. He wins the quiz. You win all the prizes of the free bills since we're no longer responsible. Yeah. By, no longer responsible. Yeah. But no, a couple ah. more things. I want to bring up a couple more things just quickly before we end the podcast. A couple of big stories kind of happen during the week. Yes. So good things have actually come out and confirmed a date for next year. Okay. So December the 2nd, we're actually going to get confirmation of the Flemington Racecourse show. So the apparently the band's already booked. The yeah. lineup's done.
0: I guarantee you bring me the Horizon headline.
2: There you go. Really? There's a, there's a, there's a I little guarantee thing. it. I guarantee it. Um, maybe the greatest tour of all time that's just been announced during the week as well. Parkway heading over to Europe next year. Nick Brown with support from? Uh, oh, While She Sleeps. While She Sleeps. Yes. What yeah. a fucking get. Jordan, what do you think of that? Just a little yes, summary? Sick. sick. Are you a While She Sleeps fan,
1: Jordan? I'm really early While She Sleeps. Yeah, man. yeah. I, I, this is I, the like, sixth, man. This is the sixth, and predominantly the north stands for nothing oh what Uh, an ap love that EP. stop it so good it's so good so i i love that EP. um yeah this is sick sick. like they're just such a good band and obviously parkway are the greatest band in the world so you know
2: (laughs) i've done a bit of research on this as well so last week we talked about who would play bigger kind of um shows between parkway and bring me so i checked out the capacities for all the shows on the tour okay so We're kicking off. So, 12,000 the first show, 3,000 the second show, 8,400 the third, 6,500. The big one's 15,000 for a show capacity. Is is this for Parkway? This is for Parkway, 5,000, 15,500, 12,000. Barclays Arena Hamburg, 16,000 cap. You got... Uh, AFAS Live Amsterdam 6,000 15,000 back into the UK 15,500 6,800 in Paris Ali Pally which is obviously in London 10,400 is the cap the biggest show is in the AO Arena Manchester 21,000 cap wow. playing 10,000 the last shows at Motive Point Arena Cardiff 5,000 so they aren't playing little fucking shows. They that's are going insane. all out Who, for this tour. Who's
0: the country that's getting them for 3000?
2: Uh, <laughs> that was early in the tour. So that's, that's the small European, <laughs> <Yes. team. laughs> probably Luxembourg or something Damn I don't, you, I, don't I don't fucking But like that's in insane. Germany and stuff like that they're playing 10,000 cap shows. That's so this insane. is parkway shows how big they are in Europe
1: they are Man. they're massive they are they, they like i mean you look at they they headline viken right yeah, yeah the other exactly. bands that have headlined Viking are like fucking aerosmith and yep. motorhead and metallica old and school like, bands yeah dude iron maiden like, and they're up there dude they are the kings dude like i mean they sell on out av- like what's that on average like eight thousand tickets a show like yeah. let's just call that as an average dude bands in australia struggle to sell like 200 yeah <laughs>
0: like, absolutely yeah P- put that just, into context Partly yeah, bigger yeah. than Avenged Sevenfold.
2: At the moment. Yes. Oh, 100%. It's like yeah.
0: Avenged, yeah. They tou- they've toured twice in Australia, and the reason that they don't tour Australia is because they don't have the audience down here. Uh, really? Big, I thought
2: yeah. people would, I'd go. <laughs> it's, a, it's, a, it's a huge reason. Like, it's we a, went back in the day, didn't we? Yeah, Off it's, like, a, it's a
0: big reason. They, they didn't sell, when they did the Nightmare Tour, they didn't sell it out and it was a big thing that they weren't making as much money as what mm. they, they wow, thought they were okay. going to. So they, they jumped on the Soundwave in 2014, played Festival Hall again. I went to it. It's a good show played played uh, Beast and the Harlot for the first time, so that was cool. That, that was the only song. They didn't play that the first time we saw it. I was fucking pissed. <laughs> so
2: good. i got a trivia question for you. Yeah. What are the albums named that they've released since Hail to the King? The Stage? I have no idea. That's. I think that's it. The stage. <laughs> Yeah, I was gonna say. That. I, 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 honestly, they have not done a lot, but a couple of little things to finish. Future Static have been signed to Wild Thing Records. Ooh, Our good, f- yep. mates there, which is really cool. Also, they got their first release with Amy as the front yes. woman now on the song called Waves, coming out twenty fourth of November. A couple she of weeks is, away.
1: She's fucking
0: nuts. My yeah. ad. She's she awesome. Nuts. Good she's range, so
2: good. dude. Her. So yeah. Good. yeah. She's she can like,
0: scream as well. I don't know if she's top 10, but like, she, I need to hear like her on recording. But like, yeah. I've heard her not on recording, and she sounds she's, fucking insane. Yeah. Oh, dude, alive. Exactly. She's unbelievable.
2: Waves. So that's the new song coming there. A couple other things. Mirror's got the new album, The Ego's Weight, dropping this oh, week, fuck. which I'm really good excited are mirrors. for.
0: <laughs> How good are mirrors, Amazing band. band. Is, it, is the hype I, I dropped down good. a little bit here?
2: I think so a it, little bit, Nick. I'm not going to lie. It, it has
1: just a little bit. You know why they had to push it back. That's yeah. the only issue. They pushed yeah. it back,
2: and then they teased that they had a the big single coming a couple of weeks ago that we haven't got. We haven't got anything. Oh, really? No. So oh, I, I'm still I'm, I'm excited. It's yeah. gonna be fun. I pre-ordered. Yeah. I, pre-ordered.
1: <laughs> I got it. I did fucking you, love that band. They're the, you, the shit.
2: Did you order the decade of sound awake the Blu-ray? Or, uh, JB Hi-Fi just popped up. I oh, no, I haven't. I haven't. I haven't pre-ordered but mm. I did see it pop up. I've that
1: got. That is one. I just spent like fucking 130 bucks or 140 bucks on getting the um Tesseract portals like oh. deluxe box edition with like the Blu-ray and the CD and the three vinyl and everything and Oh man, that was such a big fucking waste of money. I
2: just <laughs> <laughs> I
1: need, I'm a completist. I need. A, I now own, as of like I think it was like four weeks ago when I finally got one by Tesseract. I now own every single Tesseract release on vinyl. So wow, that's, that's awesome. If <laughs> you want, if, yeah. if you're
2: like if, you, if they're like the band that you want to fucking like froth that you do froth, yeah. you want every single yeah. release. So I've got yeah. everything. Last yeah. one, which yeah. kind of leads into our Wednesday topic. So during the week, CJ McMahon popped up on Facebook with a... Uh, a post about guesties and like getting like people to either inbox him to get some or for new songs for a band and stuff what do you think so would you get him on for a Starve release possibly like what do we uh, uh, what do we think of him f- f-
1: funny you say that I actually messaged him
2: and I wanted, ah. to, know
1: his, I wanted to know his price,
2: price. yeah I, 100% I was interested too yeah, uh,
1: I won't disclose his price because it's yeah. no nah, of course private yeah. but I, I did hit him up and I was like, Hey man, just curious. We're in the middle of recording new stuff right now. Just wanted to know. And he was just like super lovely about it. And he was like, I don't want to fuck people around. He's like, I want, he's like I'll want. like, i do like promos and I'll do all this stuff and I'll do that. And I was like, dude, sick. Like you're yeah. the man. So, um, yeah, it's cool that CJ's doing it again because the last one he did was for DVSR and it was the coolest thing. Bloodlust, like, one of the greatest songs oh my of gosh. all time. It was, so sick. Do it you was think, so sick.
2: Do you think this might change up like with hopefully artists becoming more approachable for guests? Like, we love guest vocals. Like, that's what yeah. we're going to have a topic talking about. it. Do you think maybe now like bigger bands in Australia, like maybe Jamie, like I know we did a song with In Hearts Wake last year, Hellbringer, but like, do you reckon we can get bigger artists? that? yeah. Love?
1: I think so. I think, I think the, the cool thing about that as well is that it makes pe- it does make people feel like you can approach your favorite artists a little bit more, which is really cool. Yeah. Like, I mean, I was like, we, we approached like Zach, um, I when personally I approached Zach, I just DM'd him on Instagram. And I was like, Hey man, I'm from Australia. Do you want to come do a guest spot for my band? And he was like, fuck yeah. And then he did it and it was amazing. So it's like, it was a bit nerve wracking for me to do that. But I feel like bands who don't have as much confidence and, you know, aren't like myself where i have so much like asperger's that i don't understand social cues so i'm yeah, just yeah. like hey man what's up let's do, do this, thing? Like, <laughs> let's, do like, this. <laughs> yeah, let's do it so it's like i feel like for people who aren't as confident it's a great thing to see these bigger vocalists and bigger musicians being open to that sort of thing i mean like if, if i could i would probably i think i have actually in the past messaged jamie from polaris being like hey do you want to do a fucking thing for my band and then he just hasn't seen it because yeah he hasn't opened up to that sort of thing yet which is fine that's fine because I, I can imagine how many sweaty messages he gets from people every day like oh, it yeah. makes sense so i think it's cool that he's opening up i think people will be a lot less afraid to ask for that sort of thing um i'd like to see more people do it i'd like to see yeah. more people be like hey what's up i'm open to guest spots i mean there's that whole featured x website which is like a fantastic um, thing to connect concept, people with yeah. their phone it's, Yeah, it's a great concept. Um, it's a great thing to connect everybody. Um, and it's cool because I've seen featured decks up for ages, but I haven't seen a massive amount of people like use it to the point where I, I imagine that people who are on that platform who are really big, probably get offers like all day, every day, but they're allowed to pick and choose who they want to work yeah, with. And yeah. I think that's really, that's really cool. Um, yeah, it's sick. Like, I think it's a really cool idea. I think getting, uh, I think collaborations between different artists is the sickest thing ever. Like, you know, to get like somebody who you don't expect to do something with somebody else you don't expect. Like, that's always a cool thing. It's like, I love mixing like when genres that you don't expect mix together. That's always really cool.
0: You know, I saw, I saw something during the week, Um It was about this idea is on TikTok. Nathan, I'm, a, I'm addicted You're to TikTok. You're a TikTok fan. fan. I'm, you a, really I'm, are. I'm a really. I addicted. fucking love
1: TikTok, man. I can't dude, get off it. It's
0: it's just... I, look, the last week's been pretty shit because my whole 90% of my feed's been Astro World. Oh, shit. dude, yeah. Uh, which, yeah, but like. Yeah. And, and all, all these like satanic ritual conspiracies and it's Oh, yeah. Like, oh, it's been fucking. It's so silly, oh, man. Not, I've seen it as well. It's been hundreds of them. Uh, but there's something I saw. It was like this idea of how bands are soon not going to be needing labels because they're going to crowdfund their own stuff because bands will soon be releasing their own NFTs. And if they want to crowdfund or crowdsource some of their, like, a, a recording for an upcoming album, they will put an NFT up for sale and, you know, people are going to pay for it because it's a pre- they're going to pay a premium because it's a
2: one-off or one-of-a-kind. I remember While She Sleeps being one of the first bands to crowdfund a album in yeah. the past. And now that was to- NFT-less. It's <laughs> <laughs> well, fascinating that you bring that up because a lot of bands now are doing their own Patreons and setups yeah. to actually get money, like, consistently through the doors, like, through their fans, which... Who knows like you say like they might not need fucking labels like obviously labels are going to help to produce and distribute and promote all your, your songs and your music and stuff but it's getting to that stage where people are now fucking like ready to do it on their own which is kind of cool a lot yeah. of bands get burnt by labels and they cool. ju- they just don't want to go back so like who who the fuck knows i yeah. like that i like it
1: i think it's a great idea i think yeah. it's a great idea i think i think having a i mean people People who aren't in bands and people who aren't in that they don't understand how much money it fucking costs. Okay, so okay. it's like having that, that that slight income just on like a regular basis, even if it's minuscule, will make a massive difference. Huge difference. Like, yeah. yeah. It's it's I think it's a great idea, man. I think yeah. if, if you if, if you're a band and you're at the level where you can do that, then fucking oath. Just do yeah. it.
0: Yeah. If you're yeah, if you're big enough the fan base, you can say like, hey, we need to raise like you know, a thousand dollars for recording. Yeah, here's an NFT, it's a one of one Yo, whoever wants it, like, if anyone's willing to pay it, like, pe- if you're a big enough band, like, if Northline did it, they'd fucking, someone would yeah. grab it straight away. Like, it's a one of one like, they're not, it's a little discoveries Cube or something like that, like, that'd be fucking sick to have. Like Sure thing, uh, absolutely. Just uh, very quickly before we get out, Geordie, uh, favourite uh, album and favourite songs of the year, do you have any?
1: Yes, uh, so, my favourite albums of the year, I got a few, so few of my favourite, so my favourite yeah. album of the year so far has been The Uncanny Valley by Deadlines, it okay, been yep. just nice. my favourite album. Favourite album of the year. It's so fucking good. I've probably listened to that more than I've listened to anything else so far. Yeah. Um, uh, Radical, But Every Time I Die, is one of my favourite albums so far, even though it only came out a few weeks ago. it's I love it. Um, also, it only came out a few weeks ago and a completely different spin, but Archspire just released an album called uh, Bleed the Future. They're a tech death <laughs> band from, uh, from Canada, and it is the most obscene music you've ever heard in your life, but it is... <laughs> amazing they're so technical and so, like on average their songs are at like 300 beats per minute and it's <laughs> just stupid but they're so good because they're so they're such good songwriters so that's yeah. been great um sleep token uh this place will become your tomb was great um and i also think that the last one probably the, the last album that i can think of that i really really liked was probably spirit box yeah. um it sounded like it was just awesome yeah great album really good um uh, every song of that album is good, except for the one with Sam Carter, because I think it sucks.
2: <laughs> you were really critical. I remember saying that like, posted in the um, the little Silly Goose Club and you straight away just ripped on it. I'm like, yeah, I was like... It did. It's like, divided was, a lot of people yeah. about that song. It yeah, really everyone has. Everyone's
1: like, this album's great. And then somebody was like, my favorite song is this one. And I'm like, you're an idiot.
2: <laughs> <laughs> when you actually look at that song, like I've listened to that album a few more times since we did our review, that actual song is really ordinary, except for his feature. Like, yeah, and actually, yeah. I, I'm actually with you on that. Yeah, have, and even then, I
1: don't, I don't find his feature to be that astounding either, to be honest.
2: I tell you, what, I can't remember the last
0: time I listened to that Spirit Box album. I need to start listening. to. Yeah, really. yeah. yeah, Just for it's like good, my man. top, yeah, my top ten albums. I don't know, just a lot of, a lot of music's kind of fallen by the wayside, I guess, in terms of heavy That's music fair. these days. Uh thank you so much for coming on, Jordy. I uh, appreciate. My pleasure appreciate you always appreciate what you do man um i know you you kind of like the the man who needed to be in a band and finally got a band and not only not only that but your band are thriving right now hopefully next year shows can like really get back up and going Uh,
1: dude we have so much stuff booked i'm so excited to just absolutely take over the year man it's gonna be awesome
0: you're playing 170 russell with the Gloom in the corner correct
1: yep so the gloom in the corner us and observers to playing 170 next sunday that's gonna be awesome that's already sold out so sorry to everybody uh we're playing another song uh, we're playing another song we're playing another show in december that we haven't announced yet um so that will be happening um the apartheid tour has been moved so that's not happening in december because we can't get into brisbane uh then we've got more shows in uh january that we also haven't announced yet that's going to be fun that's going to be interstate so that'll be cool and then we got unify and unify is going to be amazing and then of course after that we got the what we did on the weekend beyond blue fundraiser we've got the um Woo! we got Parish Fest by Lost Soul Vikings. Um Woo! yeah, it's going to be awesome man. we got so much cool stuff lined up. Um that what we did on the weekend fundraiser is going to be the best fucking show of the year. That is 100% the best, the best fucking lineup, man. Everyone I'm baffled
0: I'm baffled that that's not sold out. Like that I, that actually yeah. annoys that annoys me that it's not sold out. I get yeah. like the you know, capacity is now starting to like, you're allowed to ramp up capacities now. So like people aren't going to be as hot as what it was when it was initially announced. Yeah. But like that's, that show so fucking good. So dude, must see dude. Bloom,
1: Bloom and Deadlights are the two best bands going around right now. Like they Ooh, have yeah. just got it. They're so sick, dude. Everyone needs to go see them. Bloom are like one of the best live bands I've yes. seen in a long time. No one plays like that, like melodic post hardcore as well as them right now. Yeah. They are the best. So um, yeah, dude, I'm, so excited for all these shows that we're playing and I'm um, really keen to get into the year that is the uh you know, the light at the end of the tunnel that we've all been waiting for.
0: Yeah, absolutely, and hopefully we yeah. can hear. Hopefully, no, without any like we might hear some new music from Starve in twenty twenty two, and soon, that <laughs> might be, maybe maybe Christmas. Who knows? Um, maybe that's too soon. Uh, but, <laughs> but amazing, man. Nathan anything you want to say, mate?
2: Nah it's really really cool to have you on, George. So maybe we can um keep doing this. Now. Yeah, maybe we get we feature. We need to, we need to get, get you in something? once a month or something. Yeah, man. I'll come in.
1: I'll come in and do this whenever you want me to. Whenever <laughs> you want. This is so much fun. I've always wanted to be on a podcast and do my own podcast. And this is just like, this is like doing it, but without the hassle of having to run it myself. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Good shit,
2: George.
1: Too easy, mate. I appreciate yeah. it. Thank you guys. Thank awesome. you for the
0: best.